0: I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. All
1: right, welcome in, everybody. Welcome in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Um, Boy, what a game! What a game! What a game for the Chiefs to get back in to the postseason. Jad, you said you have an audio cut. Is that what you just told me? Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the let's go to the Niners Lions. Apologies, Chad. I, I missed whatever you said. Um I am sad for the Lions. I am. They did everything right. And then again, I think they just made a few mistakes that snowballed on them quickly. And San Francisco got it together, right? San Francisco, who has been that kind of team all year, got it together in conjunction with a few mistakes by the Lions. They dropped a few passes. Um, I didn't I, – look, I didn't have that big a problem going for it when they went for it on the fourth down, just because that's, that's who they are and that's what they've done all season long. So that, that doesn't bother me too much. Um, I wouldn't have done it. But it doesn't bother me that they did because that's, that's what they've done all year. It's a part of their identity, like big, big picture identity. So fine, right? You didn't convert. It's too bad. I hate it. That incredible story from this year is done. And I thought about this after the game, Tommy, a lot. And I don't know. I don't think I put it out there. I don't think I did because I couldn't decide who's more likely to get back to that spot, the Ravens or the Lions? And I'm not sure I have, because I think that the quick, obvious answer would be the Ravens, right? But I, I, for somebody like me who wasn't all in on the Lions to begin it, I'm becoming that way. And I think they're like an off-season away from being really, really good. It, it reminds me sort of of where the Chiefs were was it 2018 or 19 whenever they lost to the Patriots in that AFC championship game that first year of you know of trying to get there I I just kept like that's when they really like like if the Lions can just do some of the same types of things like get a few more talented defensive players on that roster they've kind of got all the piece they got to great line. Goff is clearly good enough. They, they've they got their tight end in place now. They have their top two receivers are awesome. They just need to get a little better defensively. I think they're close to being like in the mix every year kind of good here.
2: I think they've got the talent to go all the way. I think it was. I, I, I agree. The, the, it was the mistakes that they made and the coaching mistakes that they made. And look, here's the thing. I understand the Lions have done this all season long that's what makes dan campbell dan campbell i I get that i understand that but there is a very fine line between being aggressive and being reckless and they had an opportunity to go up three scores with the field goal in that game and they didn't take it they didn't take the points in that moment where there really wasn't a huge upside to go for it like that's the difference between being aggressive and being reckless When you need to go for it, like in a tight game and you want to keep a drive alive or whatever, okay, like let's roll the dice and let's make it happen. But you've got the lead and then you've got a chance to go up three scores and that could have drastically altered the 49ers game plan and they didn't take that opportunity. That's where I have an issue with it. With the talent on the team, man, I think that they're there right now. I think that they've got the chance like the talent level to win a championship, but you've got to be smarter in those coaching decisions. And so I don't necessarily think that in the offseason they really need to do a whole lot. Maybe they've got some uh, improvements they can make defensively and that's okay and that's fine. But by and large, it's there. I think from a philosophical standpoint and from a play-calling standpoint and a decision-making standpoint, that's where the changes probably need to be made in this offseason if they want to get over that hump and go all the way.
1: I think I, you I don't can't know that leave I would points j-
2: on the board in that big of a stage, and you know but what? They, I like Dan but Campbell. They do
1: it all year, and that's a part of what put them there. Like I, you can't say, but not in yeah, those situations. Well, yeah, you need to adapt. You, you do need to adapt. But Andy Reid's as aggressive a coach as there is in football. Bill Belichick was an aggr- as aggressive a coach. And that didn't always work out for Belichick. It doesn't always work out for Reid. It didn't work out for Reid in the game yesterday. And that field goal, and yeah. looking back, could have been... And, yeah. I, and again, I, I said it at the time, I think I would have kicked that field goal only stubbornly to say, stick to the plan. Because they didn't stick to the plan there. It wasn't egregious. But that field goal mattered at the end of the game. So yeah, but the Chiefs haven't always needed to adapt like they have this year right and so there could be different circumstances in different years the lions aren't very good defensively so if they felt like they needed to get they felt like they couldn't stop the 49ers which i don't blame them they kind of couldn't then I, I sort of am a, more okay with it than normally i would be because again that's a part of what's gotten them there it's different than taking an, an absurd risk for no reason right we're like where did that come from why did they do yeah, but that but you
2: go up you go up by three scores and And then, you know, at that point, you've kind of put your foot on the throat of the 49ers. (laughs) Right? Somebody
1: said, somebody said, it was, I think it was a buddy, and it was my favorite text, like on the fly, like smart aleck moment. And there were a lot of good ones, there always are on an NFL Sunday. Uh, But the the text he said was, it was after they scored that touchdown uh, late, right? He said, I'm surprised they kicked the extra point there. (laughs) It was in like (laughs) such an obvious, like, Said, you know, absolutely no reason it would have been nonsensical to go for yeah. two, but just in the moment, like a perfect, like capture the moment text. I was and, like, man, and that's, look, that's I good think,
2: stuff. I think you can compare and contrast the styles of Dan Campbell and Kyle Shanahan really, really well. You know, Campbell is this emotional, aggressive, players kind of guy. Kyle Shanahan is emotionless. You know, he's calm. Like, and you, you watch this team, the 49ers, go down what was it 24 7 and it wasn't like shanahan panicked uh it wasn't like he did anything or that team did anything to make you think wow like they're off their game now because of what the lions had done and then they systematically methodically got back into the game and then all of a sudden they've got the lead and they don't give it back up again and so i really liked contrasting those two coaches and their styles and Kyle Shanahan is back to the Super Bowl now.
1: Yep. And he's got to win it. I, I mean, you want to talk about pressure? The 49ers should probably feel a lot of it. Um, you know, the, and the pressure is going to go both ways for the Chiefs, too, because you're trying to cement your legacy. You're, trying to, you're chasing Brady. You're chasing the Patriots who knows because of the chatter what the future holds for two of your three hall of famers, two, 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 for two of your four hall of famers, really for three of your four hall of famers and Chris Jones, Andy Reed and Travis Kelsey. Again, I, I don't know where the noise is coming from on Reed and Kelsey, but it's there. Um, so I, I'm fascinated to see I'm heartbroken for the lions fans. What a, what a cool story and what a run that would have been. I also think that the chiefs would have killed them in the super bowl. Um, so maybe for you know for football's sake, this will be this is the correct matchup these are the two teams that should be there they were the two teams that a lot of people probably I would bet you that this was the most predicted super Bowl um preseason was it my, jad you just sent us this stuff I'm curious now I wonder who I wonder who I put in there against uh I'll let Jad look at that because it'll take me an hour to find it um, to see who we put in the Super Bowl. But I, I I do think the Chiefs would have beaten the Lions badly. Um, I don't know what I'm going to – I don't know what to I mean, think the about Lions, this Super Bowl. Uh, the Lions
2: did beat the Chiefs in week one of the regular I know. season.
1: That's part of the reason why I think the Chiefs would have beaten them badly. Um, yeah. Again, chip on the shoulder kind of a thing. I think, you know – Stylistically, I, I just look at those kinds of things, and you know, Goff has thrown some interceptions, some things like that. Goff against that secondary in that moment, I, I, I would have, it may have been a struggle. Now you look at it with the best in the business in the backfield, and really kind of a two-headed monster with, with Debo and apparently Brock Purdy, uh, who can uh, who can clearly run like he did a few big times last last night. That's going to be tough on the Chiefs. Kyle Shanahan's not going to abandon the run, okay? No, like he that, he, like never in the history of the world will he abandon the run. I again, I do not know what the Ravens were thinking. The Niners are not going to do that. They're not going to put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands and say, "Go beat the best secondary in football." They are going to run the rock with the best in the business, and that I, this will be fascinating. All right. The I've Chiefs got to, are also going to run the ball. All right. What, what do we have, Jack? Okay. I've got the divisional picks that you guys made uh, preseason this year. It does look like uh, well, basically, Jacob, you had Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs winning okay. the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. Tommy, you had Cincinnati, Eagles, Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl. I'm surprised. We, I'm surprised they didn't put San Francisco in there. But I, I remember now. I mean, after the, after the draft and the Eagles got all those players, and it looked like their defense was going to be so good, and it just wasn't. Um, but this is this is the Super Bowl that should be there, Tommy. Like these are the yeah. two teams that should be there. You can say that the Ravens should be there. I'll I'll hear that. But I do think that the Chiefs are better than them. Um, I, I this will be a fascinating one, and that the money's going to move to the Chiefs. But I'm telling you, the the Niners are not going to make the same mistake that the Chief, that the Ravens made, and and the Ravens still were a Zay Flowers fumble away from maybe a different outcome there. I'm a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I've got money on the Chiefs from the preseason, and I've been on this, and they're back in this game. I'm not sure yet if I'm ready to say I think the Chiefs will win this game. It is Mahomes versus Purdy. That's probably going to be what sways me in that direction but the Niners will not do what the Ravens did. They will run the ball.
2: You know who Brock Purdy reminds me of? Reminds me of Eli Manning in his prime. You know, Manning was a guy that I feel like defenses looked at and thought, we don't really need to do a whole lot against you. We need to do a lot against your weapons that you might have, your wide receivers and your running backs and all of that, your tight ends. But we don't really need to game plan against you. That's kind of what Brock Purdy strikes me as. And I think that that's going to be the challenge is that a lot of times defenses will look at Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon, IU, George Kittle, just the loaded offensive weapons and skill players that the 49ers have. And they think, okay, Brock Purdy, we'll let you beat us, but we're not going to let these other guys beat us. And Brock Purdy did that last night to the lions and the lions kind of left him alone. And Purdy was able to go and just, you know, run and throw and do all of that. The Chiefs have to game plan against that in a better way. And, I, and that's tough to do when they've got a ton of different weapons. And like we've talked about before, the Niners look so much better when Debo Samuel is on the field and healthy than when he's not. And so that's going to be a big time game plan for Steve Spagnola is how do you game plan against a quarterback that really is not super impressive, but all of his weapons are. That's going to be a challenge.
1: Well, uh, listen, he was impressive in in the comeback. He was not impressive in the first half. He was impressive with his legs. Certainly, that's a new development for me, anyway. And I feel like I've watched a lot of Brock Purdy. But what he does seem like, and I agree with you, that's a great comp on Eli Manning because he's a gamer, man. Like he he just he finds a way, and he does a really good job. And Eli I think people underestimated Eli, Eli did it a without lot. talent. <laughs> he did yeah. it without that talented of an offense. Like he had Tiki Barber for a lot of it, and he was really good. He had Victor but,
2: Cruz. He, you know, he had, uh, you know, yep. some of those like you know other guys that Sterling Shepard. He, he had some other guys. Yeah. He OBJ. had OBJ for a minute. Yeah,
1: yeah, but but not like what the Niners have right now. And I'm not worried about Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk like at all. The Chief secondary is going to be fine. I'm worried about Christian McCaffrey, and I'm worried about Debo as a runner. And I'm worried about clearly Brock Purdy's got some juice in those legs now if a play breaks down. So then it becomes, okay, the Niners offensively will be better than the Ravens were offensively in that game. And the Ravens were, were pretty okay offensively. They just didn't do what they were supposed to do, which is run the ball. Niners will. So then it kind of flips around, and it's like, are the, how are the Chiefs going to do against that Niners defense? And that's where I will probably find myself back with the Chiefs I don't think the Niners' defense is going to stop the Chiefs in its tracks. I think the Chiefs put 17 and should have been 20 on one of the best defenses, if not the best in football. The Niners aren't that. They're not the best defense in football. They've got some playmakers on that defense. They've got great middle linebackers. They've got Bosa. But, I mean, the Lions just put 442 yards of offense on them, right? They ran for 182 yards. Goff threw it around plenty. I think the Chiefs' offense is going to be just fine in this game. That's probably what will get me back to the Chiefs. Let's see over-under on the Super Bowl right now. Let's let's take a look at that because that over might be an opportunity. 47-and-a-half. That's going to be interesting. The Chiefs don't get that high very often, but that, that'll be an interesting— I just—the Niners' defense doesn't scare me that much, I guess, Tommy. Um, I mean, when the things that they do well— Mahomes should be able to nullify some of it just by being Mahomes and being cerebral, right? And and I, and I think he'll give them a, a little bit of the. I mean, when, before yesterday, Mahomes hadn't been sacked in a, a while, and so if you're not going to do that and you give Kelsey and Rice and, I, I think the Chiefs' offense is in a pretty good spot here. It's can they hold down that offense most of the time? Defense wins championships, right? I, I think I'll probably end up with the Chiefs on this, but I I, am, I do think this will be a fascinating one.
2: I thought the offensive line yesterday for Kansas City looked good to start the game, and then I think they got worn down a little bit. Kyle Hamilton was all over the place for Baltimore. He's good, we saw man. Holy moly. We saw back-to-back holding calls on Trey Smith, one of which I thought was kind of ticky-tack, but uh, he did get called for it. Jawan Taylor got a holding call, which is the norm you know, as of now with him playing on that team. I thought Nick Allegretti filled in well for Joe Tooney. And it doesn't look like, you know, Tooney will be back for the Super Bowl. It, that might be a long shot as far as the reporting that I've seen in okay the last 24 hours. Against
1: that defense.
2: That'll be all right. I, you know, you've got Nick Bosa, though, you know, who's going to the edge and all of that. So you've got to be you got to be, you know, on it. Uh, that offensive yep. line for Kansas City and Baltimore didn't get to Mahomes until the second half. So the right. offensive line held up well. Early on in the game, I just think they got worn down and got tired. So you're going now from a Baltimore defense to a San Francisco defense. And that's that's an upgrade. Right. San Francisco's defense is really, for the really Chiefs. for the Chiefs, yeah. you know, but yeah. but they do have Nick Bosa. So you've got yeah. to keep your eyes on that.
1: And and it's interesting because if to- if Tooney was going to be a big problem, it would have been against the Ravens who are great on yeah. the interior defensive line. I don't think the Niners are. I mean, their middle linebackers are good, so maybe they can, yep. you know, blitz or something a little more with those two than they typically would.
2: You got to pick it up will... on those outside blitzes. That's really the way that the offensive line for Kansas City is going to have to block.
1: The dangerous thing for the Chiefs in this game, again, at a, at a early bird's eye view, is that the Niners control the clock, right? Barack Purdy can do that, and their run game can allow them to do that. That's the danger for the Chiefs. The Chiefs will have probably, well, it was the danger with the Ravens, too, because the Ravens should have been doing the same thing. They just flat didn't for whatever reason. Again, that I'll never understand. The Niners can do the same thing and just keep the Chiefs away from the field. But again, I think the Ravens' defense is way better than the Niners' defense. So we'll see. Uh, it will be a good one. It will be a. It, it is the right matchup. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. Uh, What a story. There's a thousand of them coming into this game. We'll continue the conversation when we return on Sports Daily.
0: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.